0: Good morning so I'm recording today's substack post if that's not a oxymoron and the title is When We're No Longer Here and this is my second attempt at recording today's monologue by dint of my network going down. So here goes I hope I can remember some of what I said on the first occasion. I'm going to start with a short reading, and it's a poem, and there's no surprise there, I hope, from a book by Charles Bukowski called Mockingbird Wish Me Luck, and it's on page 35. It's called The Last Days of the Suicide Kid. And yes, I have read this before, but I'm just going to read the first stanza, if you like. I can see myself now, after all these suicide days and nights, being wheeled out of one of those sterile rest homes, of course, this is only if I get famous and lucky, by a subnormal and bored nurse. There I am, upright in my wheelchair, almost blind, eyes rolling backward into the dark part of my skull, looking for the mercy of death. Isn't it a lovely day, Mr. Bukowski? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, you might be wondering why I would start this monologue at that point. But it seems to me that poem, at least to me, captures a lot of what I'm trying to articulate. The end of the poem is really the important part for me, because up until that stage, nobody, let alone the nurse, has noticed the old man Bukowski. These two kids run past and they go, Christ, did you see that old man? And he feels noticed. He feels seen. And I wonder how many of us feel like that. We're just not seen. We're not seen for who we are. We play games to fit in. We get bent out of shape. There's not much going on in our lives that isn't the same as the day before. Again, you might be wondering, well, what's this got to do with the title, Julian, when we're no longer here? Well, the question to my mind is what, if anything, do you want to be remembered for how do you want to be remembered uh, when i think of the people that i have had to bury or the people directly in my life who have passed away and i think of what's left of them now there is so little left of them my uncle um, adrian who died aged 44 i don't even have a picture of him i have a picture on Instagram and that's about it so other than the memories that i carry around with me and there aren't that many of those now either there isn't a lot of him and this isn't some ego trip this isn't isn't about trying to build a legacy or build something that we're going to leave behind God forbid, a statue or something like that, or have our painting done. This is about how we want to be remembered for who we were, how we were, what we stood for, what we valued, what was most important to us, who and what we loved. I I woke up this morning and I was thinking about eldership or elderhood again. And thinking about that line that I first heard Stephen Jenkinson say about what would it mean to be an elder or an ancestor worth claiming. What would it mean to behave as if you were an elder now, whatever your age? What does that mean to you? It doesn't mean to me old age. It means wisdom. It means tradition. It means indigenosity it means place it means sagacity slowness reverence grace all those words are in the mix rather than what we've got or certainly in on in sort of my purview which is a lot of older people who still think they're middle-aged with a bit less give a shit now you think that's crass I don't care, to be perfectly honest with you, because that's what it seems like. People are desperate to hold on to their youth. They don't want to grow into old age. They don't want to be seen as old. You know, in my day and age, people genuinely knew when they were old. They felt it. They talked about it. they I don't say they necessarily accepted it, <clears throat> but there was something to it. And I don't know why that is. I don't know whether that's a product of our consumer culture, our media culture. And of course, I'm making some wild, sweeping generalizations, and you may profoundly disagree with what I'm saying. But at what stage do we get old? When are we old? Is there an age marker to that? Is there a point in our lives where we accept our limits? I'm not sure. You know, the people that I know who have passed 60 or passed 70, they still want to carry on, and that's wonderful. But what legacy are they leaving? What are they passing on to the next generation? What wisdom are they passing on? I mean, if they've sat through and been part of this consumer culture that we're all wrapped up in, or so many people are wrapped up in, what have they got to say about the future? You can see why the kids think we've stolen their future. So if that's the case, I mean, that's why I find some of some of the things said about what we should do. I'm thinking, yes, but you didn't do it. I didn't do it. Why wasn't I more alive to some of these issues that we're now all facing? It's all very, very well and good saying we've got to reduce this, consume less, do this, do that. But the kids will be looking at me and, and my generation thinking, but you didn't do it. Why should we have less than you? Why should we not enjoy the same things as you? So again, what, what are we trying to do during our life? I mean, for me, it's very simple. I want to be true to who I am. I want to be remembered for being honest and straightforward. And yes, I can be a difficult and awkward so-and-so at times. But what's so wrong with that? Why shouldn't we go through life being true to who we are? Okay, we're not out, or I'm certainly not out to offend anybody. And I might have too many opinions and be too opinionated. I get all of that. But all I'm trying to be is true to who I am. So anyhow, dear listener, that's my little share for today I hope it doesn't ruin your breakfast and I'd love to know what you think and then and this time thankfully the net hasn't crashed so we're up to about eight minutes 38 I think that's enough for now so have a wonderful day take care